You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 146 and the season three premiere. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to season three, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. It is so exciting to be recording for you here in Avignon, France, after about three or four weeks on the road. So I have been traveling, like I said, just for almost a month now. So far, the locations I've been in have included New York, London for about two weeks, then Paris for a few days. Currently, I'm in Avignon as I am recording this episode for you before going on a little wine tour. Then I'm going back to London. I'll have gone to Dover and a little bit out in the countryside of the UK. And then by the time you're actually listening to this episode, which is one week from now, I will be in Portugal. So I have been all over, started a little slow with the London and the two weeks there to get my bearings about me as I'm in Europe. And now I am just flowing from one country and one city to the next. However, before I get too far into all of the stuff about the travels, there's something in this episode that I want to share with you in the season three that's a pretty big deal, at least for me and my own personal life. A week before I left, I think this was about actually eight days before I left for New York, which then led to London and everything else that I've been going on, I got a call from a realtor who knew about me and my situation and asked if I would be willing to show my house to someone who was interested in buying the house. This was a Monday. I was leaving the following Thursday on the one-way ticket to Europe with the plan to come back in July after two months abroad to then figure out where I wanted to go, to settle back down into things as usual before determining where the next place I would live would be, and then eventually to sell the house and move my furniture, like most people do, (laughs) to the next location that I was going to move to. However, because I got this opportunity, I was very interested in figuring out was this something I should do or not, and that's actually our subject of today's episode. I'm going to go into what led to me actually deciding that it was indeed a good idea to sell the house and the furniture just literally days. I closed on a Wednesday the following week, and I left that Thursday morning at 4 a.m. So basically, I've been traveling without a house, without my stuff. I sold the furniture, as I mentioned. So now that I am in Europe, I am literally living out of a carry-on suitcase, a backpack, and a duffel bag. I've decided to carry on even before I knew the house is going to be sold because just knowing from all really experienced travelers I've ever spoken to are all very big on using the carry on and just doing a lot of laundry. So that's what I've been doing. But now that's actually for the foreseeable future, quote unquote, my life. If you're curious about Ellie, she's now staying with a rover.com sitter who I adore and have worked with in the past for this month. And then my neighbors return from their European trip in June, and then they will be watching her for the rest of the summer. So that's kind of what's going on there. I know a lot of people have like Ellie watch. And like I said, I'm living out of a suitcase. I have a few boxes of clothing and personal artwork and those kind of things that are in the basement of the house where I lived before waiting for me to figure out where I want to move next and then take that stuff with me. And also I have not sold my dining table, which I had promised myself would go with me to my tombstone if needed. So I still have a dining table, some boxes at home, Ellie and a car. But other than that, 
that is all that I now own, which is for someone who's always been a home person, who's always developed the most beautiful abode that I can afford and create given my current circumstances since I was literally six years old. As far as I can remember, I've always been that person that focused their energy on their homes rather than the adventure-seeking, carry-on traveler type. That's definitely never been me. This is kind of a whole new world. In addition to that, let's talk about season three and how this is going to look, given the fact that I am here. I don't know when I'm coming back. I know from what I've heard, I think the U.S. will kick me out of Europe by the time 90 days is up. So I do know I probably have about three months here in the U.K. and then I will be going back to the U.S., but I don't even know where in the U.S. specifically I will be going. I'll probably still be airbnb And the thing is, I know I could just decide, hey, I'm going to go move to Chicago or Ohio or Michigan or California. I just go get a lease. But what I am going to do is actually wait for my intuition to lead the way. So right now, it has not told me anything other than to be here on this trip with my whole heart. So that's what I'm doing. And it's kind of scarier in many ways because I don't know when my intuition is going to tell me this is where you need to be. And I have no idea where on earth, literally on earth, that place will actually be. So taking it one day at a time. And when it comes to season three, the plan was initially to come back with episodes like usual with interviews on Thursdays for you, just like I have in seasons past. But given the fact that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for me, literally, guys, this is kind of like if you've ever read Eat, Pray, Love or The Alchemist, this is unfolding just kind of like that in some ways. My life is looking radically different. I'm on this quest or journey. The difference is this is real time. This is happening to me as I go, and you've been watching this unfold ever since the relationship evolved in a new way last November. Since then, because my plan up until last August was to have kids and a house this year. That was my plan, and now I literally don't have a house, furniture, a place to live, a partner, no kids in sight. This is just crazy for me, but I do know that it's all flowing with such fluidity in my life that my intuition is leading the way. I just don't know where it's taking me to next. So like I said, I was going to do some interviews. However, doing them with the time zone differences here in Europe compared to the US, especially with a lot of guests there, and especially the Pacific Coast time, it's up to between five and nine hours difference. It felt very difficult and, and hard to fully experience this trip that I'm on at the same time. So what I'm going to do for the coming weeks is actually share in real time this experience and process with you, what I'm learning, what I'm going through here on the show. On the vlog, if you've been watching the video blog, thank you for watching, first of all. I hope you're enjoying it. And we'll be doing more vlogs here in Europe. That's all the pretty stuff, and it's hard to get into much depth and really get into feelings or lessons that could be applied to your life in such a short frame of time. So what I'm going to do is use these Thursday episodes for this summer, not forever, but just for the summer, to share this process with you. Because unlike Eat, Pray, Love, and The Alchemist, which are all wrapped up and pretty and complete by the time you're consuming it, I think it's really interesting that we get to go on this journey together. The fact that I have this place and opportunity to share with you through video and podcast what this experience is like for me is something I'm deeply, deeply grateful for. Honestly, especially considering I'm not even in a relationship right now, you guys are kind of like my people. You're my, you're my boo. <laughs> I've never used that term before, but there I said it. That is something that I really treasure. And I think it's kind of interesting that this is happening to me in a time in my life where I am documenting and, and people are listening in such a, a new way. And I'm just grateful that I get to share this with you. 
So no matter what your circumstance is, maybe you're just getting out of college or still in college, maybe you are about to get married, maybe you are married with kids, or maybe you're single and you're traveling the world and you don't have anything but a carry-on in your life too. Whatever your situation is, I'm hoping that by sharing my journey with you, it will benefit you in some way. Maybe it will uplift, maybe it will inspire, or maybe it will help you tap into your own values and intentions. That is really what I'm hoping that this experience has for all of us in store. So as I said, I'll be sharing the lively adventure and lessons that I'm learning through this experience that you can use in your own life. The Thursday interviews, though, do not worry. If you love the Thursday shows and you love the interviews with the guests, I am so excited to bring them back this fall once I'm back in the States and have somewhat more of a routine so that I can actually devote my energy and effort to doing the 8 to 12 hours of preparation I do for each guest. I'll have the time zones that will be workable for each myself and the other guests, and I won't have to be worrying about random internet connections abroad not working very well through Skype. So those will come back when I have more routine in my own life. But in the meantime, I feel so excited and blessed to share what this experience is like with you other than just little pithy comments in Instagram or tiny little blurbs in the vlog. So now today's episode, this is going to be something that you can use in your own life as well. And it's all about ultimately what helped me figure out that it was indeed a good idea to sell the house and furniture. Because just because you get a call from someone saying someone would like to buy your house and furniture does not mean that you need to do it the week before you leave. If you'd like to see, I'll also mention before I get into the nitty gritty of this, the actual real-timeness of this, you can go see the vlog where Megan, who happened to be in town filming me doing candle videos and macaroons and all the stuff we had planned far before the house sale, you can go watch her interview me just, I think it was like an hour or two after the offer was actually officially made when the buyer came, saw and offered to buy the house hands down. You can see me process that at justlively.com slash big decision vlog, big decision vlog. That is where I go through it because I've heard from other people, especially when it came to the conclusion of the marriage, that people wished they could kind of see how it all unfolded in a way that was more close to the time frame of it instead of being so complete and having it been something that was kind of further in my past at that point, this is your chance. This is a chance to see me literally going through the shock, the emotion, there's some crying, there's tears, there's intuition, there's all the things in that video. You can actually see me live processing this. So kind of crazy, didn't plan to have a reality TV show by any means, but that's kind of what that interview feels like. It's probably the most emotional and compelling vlog I've ever done, and I'm so grateful that I got to share it with you. And also, sidebar, you'll see at the end, Megan, without me knowing it, <laughs> filmed me saying yes to the buyer at the end, so you'll actually see me saying yes to her too. I was ultimately really glad she did it, but I had no idea when that was happening that she was going to document that moment, but it was really special, and I'm so grateful that she did so that we all get to see and I get to remember what that was like to make this big leap of faith. So now let's get on. Like I've said, the decision. How did I make this decision? Well, first, when I found out, and this is initially with the Monday call before the owner actually saw the house. This is just all kind of, at that point, theoretical that the person would want to come look at it. I called my mom first and she said, wait until after you come back. You can't live without a house and go abroad without a house. 
So that was the first thing I did. And I understand. And she really wants to make sure that I'm safe and secure. But I also had to recognize that I have not necessarily lived my life from the same values of safety and security. And so I had to remember that though that was her perspective and she wanted the best for me, it may not actually be best for me based on my own personal values. So then I called someone who knows me very well and does know my values and lives a bit more of an adventurous, slightly more risk-taking life as well. I called Mr. Lively and he said that I had a great safety net of friends and family and that the house sale and the furniture sale and stuff would give me plenty of resources, including money. But he also mentioned in a pragmatic sense along the lines of my mom that I needed an address for the summer. I couldn't just go abroad without having some sort of address. So I thought initially that I would just try to rent to the owner of the house through the summer while they were living there and then I could still use it as my address. And at the same time, this is another interesting thing that life showed me all at the same time that I'm calling and thinking about this, someone that I had met a little bit ago, like a few months beforehand, had been on a trip to India for a month and had just showed back up into town days before. And I ran into him at the coffee shop in that exact moment of all of this happening. We caught up and I told him what the offer was and he said I should do it. At that time, it was very interesting because I hadn't known anyone that's ever done anything this dramatic, like a one-way ticket without furniture or a house in their life. But this person literally was saying, if I had a chance in any part of my life to do so, I would do it now. So that kind of made me feel a little less scared and also feel a little bit less alone in doing something so different for me or for the people that I know in my life. Then another crazy thing happened. The first email I opened in my email, because I was at the coffee shop while I was doing work and this all unfolded, when I opened my computer to go back to doing email, the first email said from Rumi, forget safety, live where you fear to live, destroy your reputation, be notorious. And I was like, that's a pretty crazy quote to just drop in right in my inbox in the first opening of any emails after all of this. And then I read further into the email to find out what the heck that quote was all referring to. And it ended up being that it was about an author. I get many author pitches for the show, but this one was about a guy who left Wall Street for a year to live in an ashram in the Himalayas. So this person, this author who had this roomy quote in this email was someone who dramatically changed their life and took a big leap of travel and faith and changed their life as they knew it. So again, someone else came into my life that now I knew two people that had or would do something crazy like this if they were given the chance. But all of that said, as I've said in the earlier part, I'm someone who loves their house, who loves making a cozy home, who loves having routine. So those two men may love that adventurous life. That doesn't mean that I necessarily share those values or interests. So I did talk to my intuition, as you'll see in the vlog, and you'll hear the letter out loud that I wrote to my intuition and what it told me. But ultimately, I also had this inclination to talk to my neighbors, and they told me to put out a fleece. Now, this is what I want everyone out there who's listening to keep in mind. I want you to remember this if you have an opportunity and you're trying to decide if it's something you should or should not do. I never heard of putting out a fleece. But it was something that truly was one of the huge indicators, aside from talking to friends and family, that really helped me. And I'm going to read it to you. It's from Gideon, from the Bible. These neighbors of mine are wonderful. 
This is not about Christianity or the faith of this, but really it's the practice of this with the universe. It's from Judges chapter 6, verses 36 through 40. And it says, Then Gideon said to God, If you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel as you promised, prove it to me in this way. I will put out a wool fleece on the threshing floor tonight. If the fleece is wet with dew in the morning, but the ground is dry, then I will know that you are going to help me rescue Israel as you promised. And that is just what happened. When Gideon got up early the next morning, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out a whole bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, please don't be angry with me, but let me make just one more request. Let me use the fleece for one more test. This time, let the fleece remain dry while the ground around it is wet with dew. So that night, God did as Gideon asked. The fleece was dry in the morning and the ground was covered with dew. So this idea is basically figure out the circumstances or the situation in which you would actually feel most comfortable and have your values align in the situation as possible and share that. And if that flows, if that goes without resistance, that is a sign that this is something that you should move forward with. So I talked to one of my coaches within those few days because initially when the the now owner of the house came to look at it, I told her that I needed to have the address and I still needed to have an address while I was abroad. And she said, no worries. Instead of renting to me, you can just use the address and rent from me, if you will, and use the address that way. So even that one little last resistance kind of got solved. They knew what they wanted. They knew they wanted to own the house and they found a way to help me still have an address along with selling the house and the furniture. So as I was trying to still process all of this, I did talk to one of my coaches who helped me determine what my fleece would be. What were my conditions? I showed the buyer the house and she accepted that offer that was my fleece, what I needed in order to feel comfortable and safe to do so. And it all flowed. She is crazy, amazing, kind, and understanding. She herself is a world traveler who's helped me with my trip and is totally empathetic to what I'm going through and the crazy roller coaster of emotion that this was providing for me to go out of my comfort zone so dramatically, so quickly to a huge trip that already was something that was out of my comfort zone to begin with. And later we even found out we have mutual friends in common after the sale of the house, we found that out. So really, it did all flow. It was meant to be. The fleece was met. And I hope that you guys, when you ever have an opportunity that comes to you and you're just thinking, I have no idea if this is right or not. Try the fleece. See if by putting out there what you're really looking for, if it flows. If there was a lot of resistance, I was fully ready to pull away from it. I did not need to put myself into undue stress, undue frustration or situations at such a small period of time before traveling. But because it all flowed, I know it was meant to be, but I don't know why it's meant to be for me yet. I don't know where I'm going to live next. I don't know when I will know where I'm going to live. It could be as soon as August or it could be years from now. I literally have no clue. I am waiting for the intuition to guide me. And along the way, I am trying to be as present as possible from one moment to the next. That was the only way I could really handle this because otherwise, if my ego tried to think about all of the uncertainty and all of the fear that it had around this, it would literally be unable to move. I couldn't even do anything thinking about it from that place. 
So that is what I've been doing. I've been staying super present. I've been planning this trip about one to two weeks, not even two weeks, really. It's about one week at a time. I know where I'm going to be at, and then I figure out and allow things to unfold from there. So far, some amazing things have happened, including meeting someone. I had told people that I would love to go to the south of France. That's where I'm at right now. I had said I would love to do this, but some of those countries or the cities that I want to visit, I'd like to do with people, and some of them I would like to do on my own. And that's my personal preference. I know some people love traveling completely solo all the time. I'm not that person. I know this now about myself, and I've totally accepted that. But I didn't know who I would go with to the south of France. That was something I knew I wanted to experience with someone. Well, while I was in London at a coffee shop, I ended up striking up a conversation with someone, and then one of his friends showed up who happened to be from Chicago. Her name is Anna, and then I struck up the conversation with Anna, who's living in London for the year, and then we spoke about going to the south of France, and lo and behold, she's now with me, and we are here. So that trip may not have happened at this time. It maybe would have happened when I met someone else to go with to the South of France, but it happened to unfold in such beautiful timing. So I've really been using this idea of flow, which I think I'm going to go more into next week, what that actually looks like and how I'm using my values to identify what flow is. But I'll say for now, it's been really fun and I'm getting more confident in this flow and also more comfortable with this uncertainty that is not having a house or stuff. It's definitely not something I ever thought about for myself or wished for, but it's something that I am grateful for truly because I know there is some reason in this. There's some lessons, there are some destination I'm headed towards that I can't even conceive of now that I'm going to love. And I just have to have the faith and the ability to be present in order to get there. So that's about it. I hope you guys take this into consideration for yourself when a crazy or scary or new or adventurous or upsetting, whatever happens, whenever something new comes your way, try to put out a fleece if it's appropriate to see if the circumstances are something worth taking or if it is something to pass on. If it flows and there's not a lot of resistance or hiccups, that is a sign that it might be something that even though you don't know where it's heading or where it's taking you to, will be worth doing. And as I mentioned, I'll be sharing the pretty sights and experiences over on the vlog, the video blog, which you can find at jesslively.com slash blog. Or also you can subscribe if you're listening through iTunes to the video blog through searching in your podcast app, The Lively Show, and find The Lively TV Show. So you can find the videos there, and then you can always subscribe, as always, on the podcast through iTunes at The Lively Show without the word TV in there. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this journey. I am so, so grateful, as I mentioned earlier, that you get to be here with me. This is totally new territory for me, and I'm so excited to share what I'm learning as I go. Each day, I am focusing on gratitude for the opportunity and the blessings, faith that this is happening for some reason that I cannot see right now, but I will later find out and be super, super excited about, and humility to put my ego aside and let my intuition lead the way. So whenever my ego wants to determine what's next, to let my humility recognize that I don't really know what this is going to, and I don't need to figure this out. The intuition's going to lead the way, and it's all unfolding exactly as it should be. I love you, and I am so grateful for all of your support and all of your wonderful messages. You guys have been so incredible. It's been fantastic to do the meetups in London and Paris and meet people in Europe in person and expats in person and just have such a wonderful time. And I'm so pumped to share where I'm going next. 
But before I share what's next on my agenda, I'd like to talk a bit about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. Now that I'm traveling, FreshBooks is even better than ever. I don't even have a bed or pillow or sheets or any of that other stuff that I used to have in my house, but I still have FreshBooks. It's still here on my laptop. I'm still able to access it just like before, and all of my finances are in one place. That is so nice because I don't know where I'm going to be week to week, but I do know where my money is. I know when people have viewed invoices. I know when they've paid those invoices. I know what my accounts receivable is. So as I'm looking at cash flow through all of this, I can see what's coming in and what's going out. My expenses are tracked. It's all fantastic. So if you have not tried FreshBooks yet and you are not enjoying your bookkeeping for your small business, I can only say, please go try it out. I hope you love it as much as I do. You can get a free 30-day trial. Nonetheless, you get a free full month to get started with it at freshbooks.com backslash lively. Please try it out. I really do think you're going to love it. I like to say it's like Facebook for bookkeeping. It makes it that simple, intuitive, and easy to understand. And now for a sneak peek about where I'm heading next on this trip. Next week, I'm going to be in Portugal and then Barcelona with my friend. So excited to take you on those trips and to start going to warmer, sunnier climates than the places like Paris and London earlier on in the trip, which were colder and rainier, and just see what those cultures are like. I think this is going to be really fun for me. I've never been to Portugal nor Barcelona. So until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.